Um, welcome to episode 3 of the Midrange J. I'm Walid. This is. This is Fahad, and we're, today we're going to bring you sh- shooting guards. Shooting guards, yes. Top 5 power rankings. Okay, this one's going to be, I think, more interesting than power guard. Power, power guard. Power guard. <laughs> 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 you're power guards. Um, point guards. He's a power guard. There's power guard in the league. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Straight faces. Shooting guard. This is going to be more interesting than, than point guard point because it, our lists are different. But what we do agree on is number one. Harden. James Harden. Easily. Okay, listen, this guy's fat. He goes to strip clubs and just drop... Oh, we said not to work this season because he just dropped 44-17 and he's mad fat. So we all talk about this season. Usually... He's, 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 he's got the last two scoring titles anyway. So exactly, like, yeah, yeah. He's the most... The unstoppable. thing I like about him is he actually does what his position tells him to do. He's a he shooting shoots, Yeah, he shoots, he shoots. My boy, you're doing it. <laughs> so you're the best shooting guard in the league. Um, there's nothing to Very hard to him, stop. Really. He's mad hard to, Like, apart from KD, there's no one better offensively than James Harden. Yeah, I agree. There's just... I, I mean... Maybe we, LeBron. LeBron maybe, yeah, but... That's about it. But I think that... I think that I'm talking about regular season. It's James Harden. James Harden can give you can five, six... He can literally Even give you 50, season, 60. the last few years, he's been sneakily good, but... People kind of brush that under a car. Um, yeah, I think he freezes up in the postseason a little bit. I think I don't think he freezes up entirely though. The whole journey. I think he that's what people. No. I think yeah. it's maybe moments here and there, and people be like, "Oh, he's trashed the whole." But, and but I was the most important moments. I mean, but still, the totality of it, he keeps his team ticking on, head above water. So yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. Um, yeah, not a lot to say about how everyone knows how he plays and it free throws, step back jump, but everything he's yeah. he's nuts. On his day, he's unstoppable. Yeah, very much so. Um, second, this is different. We're already splitting. We're hairs, splitting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you've got Luka Doncic. Why? I mean, he's he's like baby hard and he just does everything hard and does, but just at a slightly lower level. And yeah. if anything, he's a lot more. He's a better patient. playmaker as well. He's a lot more patient than him. He's a better playmaker. He's his game is more paced. Yeah. And if things are going the way they should be. Mm. I think his game will the fru- the full fruition of his game will end up being he will end up being the best player on a championship winning team. Yeah. He's got that skill and the kind of nuance and feel for the game where yeah. he is that he is gonna be that guy. He's what, twenty, twenty one yeah. and he's already this good. Yeah. It's like the sky's the limit for him. I think right now, like I said, I say he's a better playmaker. Harden is the better playmaker of the two, but at this at this age, Harden was nowhere nowhere the playmaker that don't don't is at this age. The way we read the pick and roll. I think, and like you said, though, progression isn't linear. He could yeah. stunt for a few years. He could, but the way he's looking, I don't think he will. Yeah, I don't think he will. But I think there's something. Foot there's an advantage to playing. This is what I was saying in our first episode about Lamelo Ball. It's an advantage to playing with older men. Yeah. Earlier in your league, and you've seen it with Doncic because they have. I think. Got drafted quite high, top three, and then we thought this is the white guy come from Europe, and he's just. I mean, logically, any guy that's dominating grown men at sixteen, seventeen, mm. there's no way he's gonna come into the NBA and be a bust. It's just yeah. not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Especially he's winning. He's winning MVPs, championships in uh, Europe. Mm. Like. Um, so that's your second. That's my third. So I won't talk about him when he comes to third because, for everything you said there, that's why I put him third. My second yeah. is Clay Thompson, which I know you're not a fan of. Um, let me put my, my argument across, okay? So, um, in in the whole Golden State di- dynasty, in the whole era, from the beginning to the end, from where KD left, the best defender on that team. Always takes the hardest assignment, by far. Well, you, we're looking at that for KD, because KD... Draymond. Draymond. 
Draymond's oh, the best defender. No Come way, on, man. So what Draymond? Really saying Clay is the best. I think. I think definitely think when it comes to guards, you you, you put Clay Thompson on your bet on the best attacking guard, offensive guard. Not put Draymond. Draymond is for a bigger for a bigger yeah, because, forward or a LeBron or someone to go up against him. You wouldn't put yeah, because you if put, you're playing the Pelicans, you're not going to put Clay on Anthony Davis. You're going to put Draymond saying. on Anthony Davis. That's what I'm saying. But I think I Draymond's think, their best defender. I think Draymond's big and he can throw his way. But no, I, he's I, their I, best defender. I think I think Clay Thompson's Draymond, the best defender. Draymond's a smart defender. He has better help defense. Same as Clay, Tom- Clay Thompson. Thompson always Clay, takes the hardest assignment. Clay Thompson doesn't get in the lanes. He doesn't have he can that three. hands. He can guard the three better than Draymond. He can might have three. better feet. Than, he might have better feet than Draymond. But everything else defensively, Draymond's got that better than him. Okay, I don't know. I, I think Draymond at his best and then you got defensively a... is better than Clay defensively. But I think across across it, Clay works up to a better better defender because I think Clay even now when he comes back is going to be a good defender. Whereas Draymond now is is what is Draymond right now? I think that's more to do with the the fact that it's Draymond. The guy's fat. He's he's not really like he's kind of a meme. So mm. this. That's the way you kind of condition. Doesn't need the ball. Trust me, Draymond. He can give you the same number. He can give you the same. He can give you. He won't give you not as frequently, but he can give you the same numbers as Harden, Doncic, off dribbles, off the ball. That's what my thing is as well. He's a good defender. He can play the three. He can play the two. He shoot. He's he's lights out, and you know this. He's quite streaky in comparison to like a Steph. But I think when he's hot, he's hot, and there's no one as good as him when he's hot. I think the thing with Clay is if Clay was fit this year, they'd, they'd be in the playoffs, no question. But if Clay was fit and Steph wasn't, they'd be worse than they are now. Um, yeah, they they'd would be way they, worse than they, they are probably, now. They probably would. And I think people almost treat them as if him and uh, Steph are almost equal, but they're not even close. The, the amount of looks and kind of easy opportunities that Steph and Draymond create for Clay is it's crazy. If Clay was on his own team, he he wouldn't look like half the play. Either. Yeah, he's not. He's not obviously. He's not. He's not great on board. I don't, I don't think he's that good of a defender in the sense that I think he's a great on board defender, but I think outside of that. I don't think no, he's good. He's, I don't he's, think his he's defensive good. merit really no, he's helps. Good. No, he's got good help defence. He can play in the zone quite well. He's a good defender. and He's a knockdown shooter from anywhere. Because we're here... Because all I hear is, in this league, yeah, people, the 3 and Ds are getting... 3 and Ds either. are getting the, the biggest praise and the biggest... This is the best 3 and D player in the league, in my opinion. I think that's that's all he can do, really. But that's he's elite. Really. But that's the, right now, you're getting average 3 and D players. People like... Luke Kennard, who's just a mid-defender and a really good shooter, and he's getting his big money. Because 3 and D is the most valuable thing in the league right now. Do you now. think Clay is better than Paul George? Three, when it comes into the playoffs, you want Clay over Paul George, and that's a fact. You're telling me if you have Paul George instead of Clay in those Warriors teams, yeah. they wouldn't, those Warriors wouldn't be even better? That's so easy to subtract and, and of add. Course, but, this... but what I'm saying to you is if, 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 if... You have to use the context. He stayed there his whole career. Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe okay, Even if we're going to go through your, your um, go, go on what you're trying to say, maybe he, he wouldn't make them teams better because he demand more touches at Paul George. Paul George has got an ego as if I am the MVP. Paul George, Paul George for what he thinks he is, is not as good as he is. That's a fact. Clay Thompson knows his role, and he's become almost the best he's ever been at that role. I get role. what you're saying, but objectively, I don't think a player knowing their role makes him any better than a, another player that's objectively better than him. Paul George is objectively better than him. I don't know, man. I, I think, think Paul George is a good player. I, I think the charm with Clay is that he does what he's told to. Like he's more, he's like a subservient kind of lap dog. Like he just sits in the corner. You're. No, I think you're well, doing Clay dirty, no, man. I think you got to. Like, you know what I think it is with you and Clay is that I think the common consensus is that if Clay was fit. The Toronto Raptors don't win that ring, so I think this is why Toronto Raptors. I see this across on the TL. I just don't. You think I, this is my angle? I think this. I think this is deep. Not right now, but consciously deep rooted. It's your angle that you spent so long arguing. Nah, man, we still win win that ring with Clay. That you've built this like, like hate this, against Clay. I felt Clay. like this about Clay for years. Always. Even when he's knocking down like 11, 15 threes. He, he, in the finals, no, he's not been that like, what, four or five dribbles. Top of, how do you stop that? When, when, especially when you've got a system where they set screens. 
He is a lot of teams with the Lakers right now with Clay Thompson become unstoppable. Of course, but you a can, lot of you teams if you drop in Clay become unstoppable. Now if you drop in a Paul George with the Lakers, you automatically demand more touches. He doesn't need the ball like that. And I know you're saying self serve, um, a lap dog, da da da, all of this, but in a league where everyone wants to be a superstar. He's the only superstar that doesn't want to be a superstar. Does that make sense? And that's why I fuck with it. I think he's a superstar. He is definitely a superstar. If he's a superstar, you have to hold him to those standards. So, in those NBA finals where he's been underperforming, like 2015, 2016, even even 17 and 18, his only really good NBA finals was the one against us. That's why I don't even... That's not my angle because those finals before against the Cavs, he was struggling to match up with J.R. Smith. Like He wasn't looking too good. Those last few games in 2015... He was the one that was picking up Kyrie. And he was defending Kyrie quite well. He was getting smoked. He was getting smoked by Kyrie. Let's don't sugarcoat. He was getting smoked by Kyrie. He wasn't because he was getting, smoked he by Kyrie. Because he was getting hit with a screen and they were switching on to Steph. Even for the shot. What happened to the shot? The shot that Kyrie made. What happened? It was a screen, switch on to Steph, make it over Steph. Steph was getting smoked. Every... The if, only... If the, Kyrie, the switch in the Cavs series came... If on to Clay, he would have still hit that shot. He, Kyrie was killing him that series. I don't... Look at him, man oh man... Kyrie has been killing him for years. It's funny you said this because I watched this this the one when they were three one um, down and the Cavs won. I watched this very recently and I watched um um uh, uh, Secret Nation Secret Base um series about it and the 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 switch comes when of when they Steph when, is the yeah target. the step is the target and that's when about. Kyrie starts for his forty one for his forty one piece and 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 then from on forward it's the step switch the step switch the step switch. Do you know what I'm saying? So. If you, got, if you look at in 2017, um, Kyrie scored even more points. I think he averaged like 30. Okay. And he was throughout those series, Kyrie was unstoppable. And That's Clay, Kyrie though. And Clay was stuck on him the whole time. I think Clay is kind of a little bit overrated defensively. And then offensively, what he gave those series, even when he matched up with the Cavs in 2015, it wasn't that. Like, he didn't really give too much. Mm. You look at some of these games, Clay is the only guy that can have a. Five point, six point, seven point, eight point NBA Finals game, and then no one will say anything. Mm. But if he drops thirty, oh my God, Clay Thompson, he's the greatest thing I've ever seen since Reggie Miller. Like, take it easy, like you have you to got, hold him to that do, standard. You have to put it. In, you do also have to. You can't ignore the fact that he is one of the best shooters ever. That's a fact. It's you, a fact. you can't argue against that. And but you have that, to hold him to those standards where. In, Certain playoff series, he's not looking too great. And you're right, and you can't reply. He hasn't been held to that standard because he's got Kevin Durant around him. And mm. Kevin Durant can cover those numbers, and Steph Curry can cover those numbers. Like I said, the, all of these arguments would have, would have been easier to map out if they if the last two years without Kevin Durant, he'd been fit. Of course. So it'd been easier in it. It'd been easier to make my argument, or it'd been easier to make your argument. But it isn't either way. At least then you'd know. But I think it's also kind of telling that he doesn't even want to. Go to a different team. He wants to resign and stay on this team. I mean, it's kind of like. Don't mind, they're giving him his money. Oh, I don't know. It's telling. No, it's not I telling that Damon wants to stay in Portland. Not really. Isn't no, it? Yanis wants to stay in, in the box. It's not telling. It's just that no, sometimes more, players shake out personality a, wise differently. It's more of a thing where he knows if he was on his own team and he had his own situation going on, it wouldn't be as good. As like the man. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's built to be the man. I don't think he plays like the man. That's not the point. I don't I think, think you, anyone, have to, you have to. You have to against him when you compare him. The man. When you compare him to other guys who are just their solo, like their solo players, like someone like Bill or Butler or whatever, and they're especially Butler who's. Proven that he can take teams and be the number one guy and push for championships and push to like go.
go to the finals and stuff. Mm. And Clay would never ever do that on his own ever. Okay, fair so enough. That's a fair enough. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. It definitely does. Um, cool. So that's my that's that's me at second, and then my third is Doncic. Your third is Jimmy Butler, who's my fourth. So we might as well talk about Jimmy Butler now. Yeah, like who I just doesn't said, love Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler, he's he's like I don't even know how to describe him. He's like. What? One of the best defenders in the league. One of the best. The yeah. heart of the Mi- the Miami Heat. Offensively, he, offensively. Offensively, he's a weird player. Like his mid range game isn't like completely, like nice in the sense that his percentages aren't too great. His three point percentages aren't too great. He was twenty. Either. He was twenty four percent from the three point line in the regular season. But yeah, that didn't just, look. It didn't look it in the playoffs. No, it wasn't. It was like it was like closer to thirty seven or something in the yeah. playoffs. And he's he is. The personified, like he is clutch personified. Yeah. Like he can get his give mentality him the ball, elite, yeah. Give him the ball, he'll do it for you. And he did it for the 76ers. And God knows why they didn't re sign him. Because if they ran it's it back. It's a culture issue, isn't it? Yeah. If they ran it back, with, they would have. Yeah, they yeah. would have been the scariest thing for a second. Yeah. And they didn't. And the Heat lucked out by getting him. And he was. I think a lot of people forget he's been saying it from day one since he's been went to the Heat. He was like, yo, we're going to go all the way. We're going to yeah. win it. And it still surprised people when they did go all the way and he was like, yeah. listen, I told you so, that like, yeah. I'm that guy. And he proved it in the conference finals against Giannis's Bucks. Mm-hmm. And the way he performed, like, it's weird because he'd have games where he'd have, like, 13 points, 14 points, like, the first three quarters. And then he'll have, like, the, the, the Heat's last seven points in, like, the last two minutes. Mm. And he'll just go... And he'll finish the game and the box score won't look too pretty. Mm. But the eye test is like, yo, he done all that damage in the in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And that makes a difference. Because it's cause it's because it's because unlike Harden and Doncic, he's not hitting them off step back threes or four point plays. And unlike Clay, he's not going off on three. He's I think people don't give him enough credit offensively. I think he gets into the paint really well, Euro steps, good finishes, uses his body well, puts his digs his um um shoulders into you, then finishes quite well. Gets quite a lot, quite a lot of and ones for 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 someone who isn't the main offensive focal point in that team, and um, I just he doesn't like Jimmy Butler in it. I I I could comfortably have Jimmy Butler third here. I just I'm not comfortable moving Clay down. That's just my thing. So I've got Jimmy Butler in fourth place. You got my third. That's still wild. You think Clay is better than um, Doncic? I don't think he's. I don't think he's a better basketball than Doncic. And I'll go back to this, but I just think, like I said earlier on. Because we've got, I put my point guard one. I put um, CP three and had a Kyrie. We're not talking about who's the better basketballer because Clay Thompson doesn't belong in this list. It's just about that, but it's just the impact, what they've done, what they've done in their career. Clay Thompson for what he's done in his career, the rings he's got, the 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 defensive performances he's put in. I don't think this should be a lifetime award though. If, if it's not a lifetime award. Him, it's not a lifetime. Basically, it's a lifetime award. If someone's better than him, he's better than him. But we can't. But then, but then in, in that Especially sense, especially number then, two, you you can't be number two. And your only claim is so lifetime award. What's Luka Doncic done? Luka Doncic is a better player than him. He's and a better Luka basketball player. What has he done? Luka Doncic has done more than he's ever done as a number one what player. What has he done? He's taken... He's taken Luka Doncic what is the done? spearhead what has he done? of the, best, what has he the done? best offense ever. What has he done? The best offense because, ever because you know is what, yeah. spearheaded if by I'd Luka put, Doncic. If I put Clay... You know the Dallas Mavericks are statistically the best the, offense ever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Efficiency and everything. But if I put Clay ahead of Harden, then that's an argument that you can make because he, Harden hasn't won anything. What? But listen to me, listen to me. So if I put Clay ahead of Harden, which I would, which I haven't done clearly, then you can make that argument because you can be like, he's just such clearly a better player than him and it's not a lifetime award, da da da, da. But 
Luka Doncic has been in this league for like what two seasons. Like, I'm not ready to just push a, push along Clay Thompson. Um, Clay and Thompson isn't that good for you to hold on to him. He's a second or third option. I'm I fuck with Clay Thompson. That's 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 my thing. He's a third option. He's a second third option. Cool, fair enough. One of the best three-point shooters ever. A better defender than you're giving him credit for, in my opinion. And the, no, and I think he's a great defender. I just don't think he's as good as he's a little bit overrated on that side of the ball. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, this is well, you know what, listeners, you tell us, isn't it, what you think? We'll pop a little poll about it when we drop the episode. Um, so da, da, da. so you've got Clay at fifth, clearly. Um, I'm a Bill above him. So you got Bradley Bill on fourth. I think this is the one time you can make the case for any guy who's above him. That shouldn't be. I think Bill was probably the only guy that you could be like, okay, why do you have Bill above Clay? Clay's more accomplished. Da da da. He's better on the defensive side of the ball. All of this. No, you should have Jimmy Butler ahead of him. Why not? Because because Jimmy Butler's a good defender. So is Clay Thompson. Jim, J- Clay Thompson probably in clutch situations gives you. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson clutch situations. In clutch, listen, in clutch situations, yeah. If you had a three, if you had a set play of two and a three, you'd rather it went through Clay than Butler, in my opinion. Yeah, but if you had a, if you were down two points, you want. You want to run a play for Clay. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You definitely run for Butler. But I think that Clay. I think a lot of this you have to contextualize this. He's high. a glorified JJ Redick, but he's an elite JJ Redick, and you just I just can't get away from Clay Thompson yet. And you know what it is as well, a part of me is because he's had these two injuries back to back. So I want to be one of these guys that you've had these two injuries back to back, and I push you down the list. I'm I'm the sort of guy where you've had these two injuries back to back. I'm gonna keep you on this list until you come back and I see where you are. I don't think it's more to do with the fact they're pushing him down. For me personally, a couple of years ago, he was number two or number three. I think legit the guys that were below him have gotten better. Beal has just become better. Doncic okay. has just emerged. And Butler has become better. He's proven that he can be championship pedigree. Okay, so you think he so I think they've, those guys have elevated themselves. But in, but in that time, he's been injured. So it had been... It'd been like I, I, we even said in that time, on, the last two two year window, he was playing. But and if he he'd run it back, if he'd run it back, if he'd run it back with Clay, with with sorry, with them, um, with Steph, and they'd done well, he'd have enough to keep them away in the rankings. If that makes sense. That's what that's what the difference between me and you is right now. You're saying in these two years, these men have have overtaken him. I'm telling you, that's a fair argument. But because he's been injured, I just don't want to say that. Do you get what I'm saying? If, yeah, he'd, if, if, if he'd been playing for two years and, and he'd been like an, an okay-ish level and they've been doing what they're doing, I'm like, all right, cool. Time moves on. He's better than you sort of thing. But I just think because he's been in for two years, who knows, maybe with more touches on the ball, he, he, he averages higher or he takes up a new role. But like I said, progression is not linear. So maybe after watching KD, KD for three years, do this, do that, have it on the ball. I mean, he looked better in that Toronto series for being someone who was the first or second oh, yeah, option. He definitely did look better. Do you get well. me? So I was thinking, okay, maybe with KD, you are better for this. So it's, it's, it's a fun argument to have, but we'll run out of time. So you've got Bradley Bill in there. I don't understand why you've got Bradley Bill in there because... I think the same argument. Bradley Bill is just a better player than him. He's more skilled than him. Not he's very, a better he's scorer not than not him. Very he's efficient. a better playmaker than he's him. He's not efficient, that efficient. And he scores, and a lot of his. He did average thirty last season, but it wasn't all was garbage. It was a horrible yeah. roster. Garbage, yeah, it was a horrible roster to be fair. But same could be said for Devin Booker, who I've got in fifth. Who I guess for whatever I say for Bradley Bill, it's the same for Devin Booker. They're both um, shooting guards, true shooting guards. Yeah. Offensively elite, defensively not so good. Um, it's a toss of a coin between them. Yeah, I it guess. really is. Um, we've got a lot of honorable mentions here. I know people are gonna kill us for not putting some of these in. Um, Jalen Brown, who I think will overtake, could overtake one of these soon. He's due at something like that, but right now he's just not yeah. there yet. 
um, Damar DeRozan, who's we've seen the best of him. But I saw the ESPN thing recently, and they put the hundred best NBA players. They put like eighty above him. Uh, yeah, they put him like eight, and they put Zion at twentieth. And I'm like, I'd rather take Damar DeRozan right now. It gives you twenty seven, twenty eight in a season still. Yeah, he's a, he's a very skilled scorer, and he's actually gone way better at facilitating the ball. He started to shoot the three. Shoot the th- this I was just gonna say that he, just, he, he was the back end of the last season. Started to shoot the three. He discovered the back end of the last season. Discovered that he takes a step behind. He actually gets a point more, and he was like, "Oh shit, I should start doing this, isn't it?" But um, even even though it is this season, this clown hit like three threes against against uh, the Raptors. Yeah, that's gonna be like the only three threes he hits the whole season. He's gonna hit <laughs> on the Raptors, like he's. I don't know where it is, but every time he faces the Raptors, he just. He's on smoke. He, get, he got a little disrespect. Yeah, like he's it. on smoke. He's, he's, exactly, he's yeah. a very elite player. He's very skilled. And the pure Hooper tag fits the Rose very much. Watch out for him as well, because I think he could be traded before the trade deadline to a contender. You you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think the I think the Spurs are trying to move on from the DeRozan, Lamarcus Aldridge are pushing. Um, yeah, the timelines are a bit messed it, up. Yeah, exactly. So I think they try, and I think the way he started the season, the way he ended the back of the season, there's still a lot of value for him in the league. Someone mm. like the Lakers or the Clippers could do with him. Someone that the, the Toronto Raps could do with him. A lot of a lot of a lot of teams in this league that are trying to win a championship could could do worse than DeMar DeRozan, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, CJ McCollum. Again, everything we just said about the Wilder Rosen, the elite from the, the best, probably the Legend, best mid-range shots. the same, but just shorter than him. Yeah, handy. Um, got, that, got that three ball as well. Yeah. Um, I like Mitchell Donovan a lot. Mitchell. I like Mitchell a lot. I like Mitchell more than Booker, if anything. You like Donovan? Okay. My problem with Donovan Mitchell is that I just don't think he's... His, his offensive arsenal is as deep. His bag is as deep as the rest of them. But he, I, the thing with Mitchell is he plays both sides of the ball. He, he's a playmaker as well. Like gets in the passing lanes he's, he's, he's a high intensity high energy and he's clutch as well I look at all he these names the and yeah, I look at all these names and probably Donovan Mitchell is probably the one that could be the most like why have you put Bradley Bill with Devin Booker ahead of me and fair yeah. enough but I think that if Bradley Bill and Devin Booker had Rudy Gobert and a steady they'd look they'd look, they'd look better, yeah, they'd they'd look better look than Donovan Mitchell in my opinion but I think Mitchell is still testament he came straight into the league and was rookie kind of, of year. no was, that was Ben Simmons but he made a fair he, case to be rookie of the year he did he came into the league and was I think at first they tried to play him off the bench and then he was like I'm not a bench player they started him Rookie of the Year as well is not um, they don't take um, playoffs into account and he was much better than Ben Simmons in, that, in those 2017 oh, yeah, playoffs yeah, definitely. He was, but I mean he's what for his career he averaged like 23 points per game yeah. he's never averaged less than 20 points per game his career. Yeah. he's just come straight in and just like said I'm an all-star from the get-go yeah, yeah facts, and not facts I respect that highly especially on a Utah Jazz team that is defence first He's kind of their only the offensive. Sp- so spark, imagine yeah. how he would look in a much more, be- like beautiful offensive scheme. Mm. He would look a lot more pretty, and his game would be a lot easier. It would flow better. He'd, his stats would be much cleaner. He'd average more points, and um, yeah, I think he is that one guy who can be like, I need to be on. This He'll list. be on that list eventually. Yeah, and um, I don't know if the Utah's the place, but they just gave a lot of money to Rudy Gobert. I think if they were they were really ruthless and about winning, they wouldn't have given Rudy Gobert our money, even though they had to because he's a small market and someone was definitely given that sort of money. Yeah, and Rudy is their kind of that defensive anchor. He is their DNA. Like he's he's their um, how do I say it? Their kind of identity mm. because that is what the the Jazz are based around. He's the anchor, so you can't really get rid of him just because he asked for money because he is their star player. Really, mm. um, there was a whole. Quickly before we finish, there was a whole thing between him and Mitchell. They were trying to get rid of Gobert though last year, the whole coronavirus thing and 
Yeah. So that was that. Um, the only person, other person we have on this list is Bubble Murray. We say Bubble Murray because Jamal Murray, <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Murray seems to form form the bubble and back into the playoffs because it comes to the regular season he's just awful. Yeah, he looked like Michael Jordan. Yeah, but when it comes to the regular season consistently, and I know we said we won't talk about the season, but we will. It just does not look good. Yeah, he wasn't too great last year in the regular season. He's never, he just doesn't... So he doesn't I'm, even look too great now. It's so, like, it might just be up one of these playoff players, like playoff Rondo or something. Playoff Murray. Yeah. We'll call him Bubble Murray for now. Um, and we've got Shea Gilligas, who plays the two, but I don't think we have him on this list for for, for too long, because he played the two because of Patrick Beverly and then Chris Paul. But I think... Yeah, he's going to be closer to the point. He's going to have an OKC. Up yeah, he's like, he's with a man in OKC. So, we'll put him there, because he played a, the two, but he's a little bit of point guard. And I like Shea. He's got a lot of... Um, He's quite well round for a guard. He's quite tall, can defend, can shoot well, mid range, three. He's he's one to watch, definitely. Your boy, Jalen Brown as well. Yeah, we put we we, we talked about Jalen Brown already, like I said. Yeah. He has he's not he he's he's just a step away from being in this conversation in my opinion. But he can have a breakout season. I think maybe this one will be it with Kemba Walker out. He'll get more touches, more shots. Sure, we'll see sure. how that goes. Um, that's our second episode Power Rankings Shooting Guard Who we have our top five um, Let us know who you guys have Yeah Be Drop good. us everything What you think Your yeah. suggestions What you think we got wrong Exactly Tell us why Tell us what you think About the, our Clay and Doncic discussion yeah. Tell us why think. Clay isn't number two Tell us and why um, Clay is number two Whatever you think um, I've been with lead. This is Fahad oh. And This was nice See you guys later Signing out for the Mid-Range J